He's obviously very sought out, and Milan are putting a lot of faith into into the guy to be able to give him right off jobs. right off the bat. Right off the bat, <laughs> he's gonna drive the bus too. <laughs> <laughs> What is up, everybody, and welcome back to the Serie Audio Experience with IFTV. As everybody's on their phones, because I think uh, my, my dad warned everybody he's going to be quizzing nice people. Kids, on some, kids uh, these days on their phone all the time. Yeah, yeah, Disrespecting. It's, yes. an, it's an English test. <laughs> we, we have some, uh, some hard questions that, uh, that I think are going to be coming uh, very soon. Antonio, you look a little bit down, consider, no, all things to, considered, this To this be weekend. honest with you, I was taking a nap before I came over here. Oh, you were taking a nap. Yeah. Okay, so you're a little bit... You were taking a nap, and you're telling me you're working. <laughs> 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 you messed up there, Anto. You got caught in a lie. Um, uh, anyway, guys, we had a crazy week of Serie We've been doing a lot of these podcasts, and people have really been enjoying them. Uh, so shout out to everybody that's been watching, that's been sharing, that's been listening. Um, and especially the question and answer at the end on the audio platform has been doing really well. Uh, so for anyone that's new listening, at the end of this podcast, there's going to be an audio-only version where we take questions from Twitter and from Instagram. Your questions, we answer them. Uh, so it's going to be on Spotify, uh, iTunes, Podbean, everywhere, every platform. They're linked in the description below. Extended audio clip after you're done with the video version. A little extra, right? Guys, everybody, how's everybody feeling today? Peter? <laughs> don't, don't ask yeah. don't ask Peter uh, Peter I turned off the TV oh. and I went to the beach what kind of a divorce were you the, you know the song after the inter game good. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. No, that wasn't Peter how does it go right? hey, that's uh, what's his name uh, what uh, yeah, I've never heard that go, song, song I feel good Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I think I know. Bocelli? No it's not Bocelli it's <laughs> <laughs> from Greeks oh, okay, he's a Greek guy that's good so what about it? No, is that how you feel? Is yeah, you? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Listen, yesterday I did drive to New Jersey to go to see my friend, and uh, we this, saw you guys sent us a video. Yeah, Colino's place, and uh, we were uh, we were about to be served at the at the diner at the, the Americana, and then uh, I see Joe, not not quite happy, but neither depressed. He said, he said to me, he said, hey, he said, you know, interlock. I said, interlock, get the hell out of here. I told him, I said, you liar. Because I saw the first half and I was on the phone with him. I said, hey, what do you do? I said, oh, uh, we're about to leave. Yeah. So it was one nothing inter, sure enough. I said, hey, you know what? Let me turn the TV off. I didn't even want to check. <laughs> then I said, ah, you know what? This guy's lying to me. And then as soon as I put the, I checked the stuff on the phone, I jumped. I said, yeah. He had the biggest smile. Really? Oh, seen. you saw him? Yeah. And then he said to me, why are you enjoying seeing Inter losing? I said, it's not enjoying. It's just I wanted to see Conte face. That's the things that makes me most excited mm -hmm. about it. Mm -hmm. The imbecile. Okay? That guy should never even be open his mouth. Can we, we can move on to the, to the segment right now. Just finish up your introduction. Are you done with this or you want to? <laughs> That's pretty much it. We, the, the only other thing I was going to say is that Michael and I right now, we're wearing some of the new merchandising that's going to be going on display. And what we, is that? We posted some pictures oh, wow. uh, yesterday. Nice. Uh, a little like Miami Vice type. Nice beach wear. Psychedelic wearing... stuff. What was <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> um, so there's gonna be a link. <laughs> there's gonna be a link down below um, on the mailing list. So, uh, you, can so, so you can subscribe to that so email. Actually, that's, yeah. a, uh, that's to go to the beach. That's like nice, it. right? Yeah. Can that be seen at night with the uh, with the? Because I, I see some no, of the clothes. If you got good eyes, it's not, it's not neon. neon. No, okay. I mean, maybe actually, we, never, we, we haven't tested it at night, so maybe it is. But yeah, we hopped we hopped in the water. We actually saw Peter at the beach yesterday. Yeah, we were taking our photos, and not on purpose by accident. Yeah, by accident. We ran other way. Like we don't want to see this guy. No, I ran. I ran right towards him. I the second that he saw my face, he's probably like, I I thought I could get away from you, but uh, we found him. And also, he was uh, on the beach yesterday. Yeah, he was on the beach. I he just, just said, he said he was working. <laughs> What was no, he doing? I he just said <laughs> that he wanted to get away because Inter lost. <laughs> oh, 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 I thought that you were kidding, Pete. No, 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 serious. serious. Yeah, we saw him. I don't lie. Wow. Yeah, we did yeah so, so we saw him there. And also, shout out to Douglas Costa, who, I mean, every day we're getting another video from, from Costa wearing the shirt. He likes uh, it. He really wow. likes it. We're not you, forcing him to. He likes Can you send him a couple of more shirts? Right? I don't know if it's the same one that he's wearing. Give him a couple of more. Maybe that tank top. Yeah, the tank top's a little good on him. All right. Antonio, you can continue. Listen, first of all, first of all, the three nothing against Lazio, it was I predicted. I said AC Milan is going to win this game, and I said the reason the reasons why. I said they don't have Immobile, they don't have Caicedo, and they don't have a couple other uh, people uh, in, in defense like Felipe. Luis Felipe. Uh, yeah, Luis Felipe and a couple other people. So I said to myself, I said, you know what? I like my chances. So I said we're going to win. Sure enough. Sure enough, I think AC Milan did not deserve to win 3 nothing, but could have been even more because yeah. Lazio was totally wiped out. It's true. Totally wiped out. There was no complaining. I don't understand what happened at the end of the game with uh, Theo Hernandez. Why was that a little scuffle over there? What, what? They must have exchanged some words. That, yeah, they were did he, he push them? No, I think he pushed them after. I don't after. know what it was exactly. They must know. have said so, something. Well, so, you know, you lose, it. you lose. Take it like a man. I mean, uh, they lost. They lost, uh, deservedly lost. They, they lost. So I feel bad in a way that we eliminated the competition from uh, Juventus because, you know. I love you, Anto. You know, I Lazio should have, if the Lazio would have won, unfortunately, against AC Milan, they would have kept a little bit more pressure on Juventus. But, uh, you know, we cannot really hope that those guys that put the pressure <laughs> on Juventus because they're a bunch of losers. So what do you want to do? So I was, I was hoping that Lazio would have just... Uh, you know, stay a little closer, but uh, unfortunately, oh, I, I got you. I think this is over right now. Uh, yeah, I mean, no I guess I guess that's where we're starting. This is really over. I Lazio, would say really Lazio over. beating uh, Lazio losing to Milan. Obviously, surprising. Uh, nobody really expected it, but we did kind of get the sense that Lazio, not to take credit away from their last few games, but there was a little bit of a sense that it, there was something off. You know, the energy was a little mm. bit different. Um, they went down a couple of matches, um, and they were able to get back into the match. But this one, like you said, their approach uh, was mm -hmm. not the right way. And and for Milan, massive credit to them. They beat you know the second place team in Italy convincingly, like you just said. Um, could have been more Theo Hernandez. He made one run that I'm sure was 90 yards yeah, he ran and nearly scored it. Nearly. Going up, the guy is brilliant. Uh, Zlatan, able to get on the score sheet. Beautiful to see him back. Uh, back in the team, and Rebic constantly making himself so important to this Milan side. He really reminds me, and I saw this online, people reminding him of like a Mandzukic-type player that mm. gives you a lot of hustle, a lot of grinta, but also with lots of talent. So he's been a, a great signing and very important win uh, for Milan in terms of morale. And, and I think you're right. What you just hinted at, for me, in my opinion, this was the end of the road for the Scudetto. It's over. What do you guys, do you agree, Peter? Uh, yeah, I agree. I think too many points to make up, especially the way Juventus is playing right now. Seven points, by the way, between yeah. first and second. Um, we have yeah, how many games? First and third. Five right games now. left? Seven? No, I think it's seven, seven or eight. Left? Maybe 
Seven. Okay. Seven, seven games seven. left. Um, so I think, especially yeah, how Dybala's playing right now, the guy seems to every time he takes a shot, he scores. And, and Juventus, they, they don't look like they're stopping, even though he's not going to be playing versus Milan. We'll see. Um, that being said, going back to, I was wrong on my prediction. I said even Lazio without Immobile Caicedo can find a way to score against Milan, and they're going to win in the midfield. Surprisingly enough, Caicedo Benacer totally dominated that, that midfield. And then, listen, the g- soccer, like many sports, a game, is a game of inches, right? One thing goes your way, you score. Milan scored their first goal off a deflection, scores, goal. They deservedly won, but deflection. I'm saying... What deflection? Yeah, so there, was deflection. there was a deflection. There was but a deflection. But what I'm, trying to say, what I'm trying to say is they score their first goal, get the penalty, get the second yeah. goal, game over, and you, and you win the game. You know? Uh, things that my Inter aren't able to do. You know? And that's something that Juventus is always able to do. They get the chance, they finish the chance, they, they close the game. Well, what did you think? Uh, Lazio, Milan. I think uh, AC Milan did a very good job. Once again, uh, when uh, Simone gets to the point where he has to make the big step, he, uh, he cannot get there. He gets, he, go, he gets close, he gets close, and then when that game comes, say, hey, this is the game, to keep it close, next to, uh, tomorrow there's going to be uh, Lazio, uh, there's going to be Milan-Juventus, you know, that uh, it's a, a tough game for um, Juve, yeah. for Juventus. Uh, I thought it was a tough game for Milan because we, you, you guys are going to win uh, anyway. No, what do you mean? You guys are going to win. You got no pressure. Uh, so I think Milan is going to do well tomorrow. Mm. So, But every time that Lazio gets to that point, uh, you know, Simone, I don't know, I, I just, he just does not have it to, to go to the next step. One, one um, just to hit back on it, play devil's advocate. Do you think that part of the reason why he can't get to the next level is because Lazio's budget is not the same as, you know, a Juventus or an Inter or even a Milan? Okay, but yesterday he was not playing against uh, Juventus. He was mm-hmm. playing against Milan. No, no, but... You know, so... Milan is a scrappy, one second. scrappy yesterday team. Yesterday it was a game that... You, know, you should have won. You, you no. playing at home, you're going for Scudetto, you got to keep the pressure on, you got to win. That's a game you got to win. Yeah, but uh, sorry, what I, what I meant to say is, you know, he doesn't have as deep of a bench or rotation where a guy like Immobile, who's his only, not only goal scorer, but scores the majority of his goals, and Saicedo, who are two starters, he's not able to have this rotation where you start seeing heavy legs in the midfield or not, not just because you don't have the players, but also that they're constantly being played every couple of days and they don't have the same freedom as Juventus do where Dybala gets out and you can put a guy like Higuain in or vice versa. Is that a, I'm just asking you if that's a factor for him. That might be a factor for Juventus. The rest of the teams, no. No, I'm saying is it a factor for Inzaghi? Is that why he can't get over? Because he doesn't have a good enough team. But everybody's but baby, the same it, problem. What Michael. I'm saying is if he would have lost to Juventus, I can accept that. But he didn't lose to Juventus, okay? He, the rest of the teams, he should be able to win mm-hmm. against the rest of the teams because he had the team, and the team was playing well. He, the team was really playing nice soccer. But, but you he, don't think they're drained but, playing the same exact players Gaetano, every week where say, they can't make any rotation? Yeah, they have injuries. You could say that, that they didn't have suspensions. too. They don't, they don't have a deep bench. 
you could bring that as a fact. Not saying no, no, that's no, a reason, but that's not the argument. That's not the argument because we're going to the same thing. Listen, you're you're saying who? I know you're saying the eleven. You're saying the specific eleven. What I'm saying is I understand that that's the eleven, but that right. eleven having to play all the time drains them. That they're not able to continue sw switching players okay, out. But he, he has two, three players. Uh, in I mean, Correa hasn't started. Uh, he's on the he's been on the bench the last couple of games. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, he has an uh, uh, Caicedo. Caicedo is not plays, a starter. Sometimes he doesn't play. He's been so a starter. He's been a starter not all the time. Okay, I mean, I'm just I'm so tossing a question. I mean, he's got a couple of players that he, he keeps on the bench. What about Lukaku? Okay, but I'm saying he might not have the same as Juventus. Lukaku, okay? but. He has the same as the other teams. Yeah, but he's only seven points off of Juventus. Uh, Roma, you know, if we go to the other but teams. But look how much higher Lazio is than Roma. Uh, what about Atalanta and all the other teams? You know, I they, agree. They, they're all the same. They're all Marco, the same because boat. of that, I think it's got a point. The only one Just, that is not in the same boat is Juventus. Mm -hmm. yeah, and, they're only right. seven, and they're only seven points behind. Can seven points, the difference between how much Juventus spend and how much Lazio spend, if you gave them that budget, what do you think the point gap goes to? But I'm not upset about the seven points. I'm upset about the game yesterday. Okay. That's the game that I'm upset. Okay. Okay. I think <laughs> I, I, you know I'll just move on. It's, it's Let me fine. Tell it's you fine. something. He said it's a, it's, this game is about a, having the extra inch. Yeah. Okay. So the extra inch of AC Milan is the youths that they have. <laughs> this kid here, Silas Maker, he, he, he made this guy here. For, he drunk, he, the guy was drunk, he, was, uh, he made a run, boom, 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 boom. The guy was turning left, he was turning right. And then left again, he was, have you seen that play over there? Yeah, yeah, I saw, I saw. He totally destroyed the defense. He's a young kid, he's Belgium, I actually checked him out yesterday. He's from Belgium. He's got a lot of game on his, uh, he's got a lot of talent. And I think AC Milan right now is focusing on this young talent that, uh, you know, people like uh, like Conte, they they said, oh, no, we want uh, all the not, nothing but the best. This guy here, this guy here, Eriksen, uh, whatever, Sanchez, uh, okay. Lautaro, Lukaku, uh, uh, okay, Messi, okay. Ronaldo. Right. I want it all. In other okay, words, okay. he wants everything. So AC Milan right now is little by little looking at these young kids and he's plugging them in little by little into the, you know, this... Uh, it's been you like know, this for the past 10 years, Racy Milan. <laughs> into this way. project. But, okay. uh, you know, unfortunately, we've been like this for the last 10 years because we don't have uh, uh, money coming from China. So uh, we have to just uh, deal with the money that we have over here. We don't have money. Yeah, yeah, money from America. America, there is no money for in America. There is no money, <laughs> guys. Uh, the two the two players that I would point out for Milan that I think have been standouts, uh, Donnarumma, who he's got um, five for the past five seasons in a row, he's had at least over 10 clean sheets a season. So this season he's already at twelve, and if you you could argue that you know his his defense has not been the greatest also in these past five years. But as I say that, I contradict myself to say Kajar, 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 Kajar. We all said it five different ways. It's pronounced this way, no this way, no this way. He's been really good. I think he's been a great pickup. I think he's only like three and a half million. You guys are gonna. Uh, buy him outright from Sevilla. Obviously, we remember him from the Palermo days, but he never really got to that level, at least in Serie A or in Europe. But he's been really solid for, for, for sure. Milan and mm -hmm. a place. So great job by Milan. Uh, huge win. Thank you, by the way. You see, I remember I sent you a picture. Did you see the picture I sent mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. of me with the, in the Milan kit? Yeah. You see, since day one. I'm always on your side. Mm, I don't know I, about that. I also just want to add Milan played good. I don't want to take anything away from them. It could have uh -oh. been 5-0. Uh -oh. mm -hmm. Like, they played amazing. Here they comes played the amazing. Bot. Here comes the bot. But... Lazio didn't show up. I'm not, and I'm not blaming Milan. Obviously, they played amazing, like I said. But <laughs> Lazio looked like a team that didn't want to be. First of all, 
We all know they played with one striker, I'll then lose Alberto behind them because they didn't have anyone else on the bench. So they played like a a 3-4-1-1, one, one, sort of, because Luis Alberto Whatever, was playing. Whatever, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Not really, because they usually have Luis Alberto more deeper, and he's I guess he's used to being more involved in the plays, getting the ball, sending the passes. And I guess up there, almost as a striker, he was left like kind of secluded, and he wasn't Didn't you used. suggest that he should play as a striker? I, I did, but I now I guess it doesn't work. I was like, maybe throw him in, maybe he's doing good. But he looked like a completely different player. Not just him, but Lazio in general. And Milan took advantage of that. Amazing on them, but um, Good job, Anto. this Scudetto race, it's looking tough. I'm now. just Seven listening. Points. I'm listening uh, just, he's he's so, soaking up the compliments yeah. because they don't come I'm around so, that I was surprised. I want to make sure it doesn't go off the track. The, so the Scudetto race is over. Yeah. I wouldn't say completely. Uh, you know, and the Champions yeah. League uh, race is over. We know who's going to... Yeah, the Champions, Champions League is over. Now, Milan made it very interesting yesterday by winning. And now there's... Interesting? Yeah, they're they're one point from Europa League. For Europa League campaign, yeah. Really? Yeah. I was that's saying a, for Scudetto. That's race. important. I was saying about the Scudetto. Scudetto is over. I'm saying there is a nice race going on for the Europa League. Yeah. Actually, technically, wait. We, does everybody agree with that? We are on the Europa League, Gatano. Huh? Because Napoli, technically, if we the, the campionato finished the way it is right now, we are technically into the Europa League because Napoli, yeah. by the virtue win, of winning the Coppa Italia, and they they automatically into yeah, the Europa. No, I think no, if no, it's they like this, I believe, if it stays like this, yeah, yeah. we all just went around. He said Scudetto's over. Scudetto's over. Over. Juventus won. I will say the same thing. I think I Juventus think won. Posto, Michael says no. I wouldn't say entire. One second. One second. I wouldn't say entire. Juventus will have to seven points. Juventus will have to play Atalanta, right? Milan. Lazio, and Milan. Milan. Yeah. So that's, that's nine, nine points. points. If Milan can nick a draw, I hope Milan could do that. Wow. Maybe they lose like Atalanta. Very, po- very who, possible. Who, Lazio who, beat them who, twice already. Who's gonna win? Lazio is gonna uh, after yesterday performance. Okay, Inter, they have one bad performance. You're gonna base their whole season on one the only performance. One Atalanta, who's doing very well, but, but you're Atalanta gonna be, is twelve points away. Okay, they're gonna have Immobile back. I said back. Luis Alberto back in position. You're gonna the throw them off from one game. The problem is throwing out the whole season. The problem, the problem is Juventus can lose the points, but Lazio, Inter, yeah. whoever, they have to win everything. No, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, it that's what I'm saying. It's Mike is a hopeless romantic. <laughs> he believes until uh, I'm not until saying entirely over. I'm just saying Mike if I'd have bet, I probably Mike wouldn't bet on them. Using a Greek calculator. <laughs> Speaking, of, we said top four. Can we all agree that top four is going to be yeah, the way that it four. is? Yeah. Not yeah. saying the order. Yeah. Top four. Yeah. Top okay. Four is Atalanta is going to overtake one Inter. One second. It's not, the point. it's not the point. It's not the point. I have our top four predictions from the beginning of the season. Oh, what we said beforehand. Okay. Now I don't remember if everybody knows. Who would you like me to? Who would you like me to say whose prediction first? <laughs> Antonio's top four: Inter, wrong. Juventus. Wrong. Milan. Wrong. <laughs> Napoli. Wrong. <laughs> he got one every single one wrong. To be honest, we're, we're all pretty bad. Like, it was but I fun. picked Inter because after all the money that they spend, I figured I said, That's hey. That's your fault. That's your Okay. Okay, right. next. Uh, who do you want me to go to next? Well, I'll eat you. Michael. Michael, Juve first. Okay. Inter, which he says five points behind. He was very specific. It should saying, be at least a uh, minimum. Napoli and then Milan. 50-50. <laughs> 50, 50, Who do you want yeah. next? You keep choosing. Peter. Okay, that Juve while, first, so. Inter second, mm. Napoli third, and Lazio fourth. Three out of four. Pretty Three. good. Pretty All good right, with Lazio. Well, what did I have? But I think I wasn't here when you guys you did. You weren't yeah. here, but we, we asked you the first day that you came back. Mm-hmm. You so you're not getting out of this guy, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
So you got to watch a couple games too. So you had oh, the advantage. Look, right. I, I wish I had that advantage. Look at this guy. <laughs> Sometimes that could be. A, that's true. That's true. It could work against you. Uh, you had the exact same as um, as Peter. Okay. Wow. You had the exact same as Peter. Uh, so I had three no, no, no. Four. Sorry, sorry. But you had Inter first. Ah. You had Inter, Juve, Napoli. Lazio. Okay, but that doesn't matter. Wait, wait, oh, right why does that matter? I think that's a big we're difference. We're the for the Scudetto winner, that's we're we're going the top three. three. He, 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 he gave a percentage for everybody, and he wasn't counting who went in order. He right. was giving who, who got in order. Four. You got 50, 50, 75, 75. Marco? And then I had Inter, Juve, Napoli, and Roma. Ay, oh, I bought Roma. 50-50. Okay. Nobody did it. Nobody got more than than two? Three. Wow. We both got three. We got three. Got three. Oh, 75. Wow. Lazio, yeah, the Lazio, the Na- Lazio Napoli me tricked up. me. Ata- nobody had Atalanta top four. Ancelotti. Man, I thought nobody Nap- had Atalanta top four. Yeah. That's the that's yeah. the key right there. Because usually a team that goes to Champions right. League, a smaller yep. team, they, they don't know how to manage right. it. But, but Atalanta is not the brainiac, right? That's mm-hmm. right. Atalanta is the exception to almost Seriously. every rule that we I'm have. I'm happy they proved me wrong. Um, let's go to Juventus. We'll save the Inter. We'll let we'll the let the blood boil a little bit. You went, yeah, the derby that uh, that hasn't been a derby in in years. Torino are oh. just Dreadful. very very boring. What a disaster oh. team! This, oh. I think since they they came back, they have them one yeah. point. I don't yeah. think they have. But uh, the new coach too. They, no, they, they, have, they won. They have a win. Yeah. Since they came back, they have a win. Yeah, I think a win and a tie. Right. I'm gonna check. Thing. They won. I thought since they came back, they they haven't done anything anyway. But, uh, but that, Torino is... Uh, they did get a win over Udinese, it says. Uh, and and they got a tie with do? Parma, and that's it. And then they lost uh, the rest then of they, the games. And then they, they lost. Um, Torino, my God. Juventus, They're so um, hard to see. they went up 2-0 right away. Dybala scored, I think, 125 seconds in. Dybala scored. Wow. Five goals in five games for Dybala. Again, I keep stressing. The Falsa Nueve, for me, for Dybala, I like it a lot. It's not a good... It's still not... Uh, it's too early to judge, of course, still. I'm just liking the movements that he makes and, and the way that he moves around. And honestly, Juventus are looking good. I, I really enjoy the way that the team is playing now. There's some movement. There's some ideas. There's some style. There's It seems like the players understand a lot better. And again, you have to take it with a grain of salt because you're playing a Torino side. Torino almost got back into it. They were given a penalty kick uh, late into the first half, which, in my opinion, I don't know. The penalty rule, the handball rule, it's so, out the window. So it's completely thrown out the window. It makes no sense. Hits Delic's thigh and then hits his hand. He gets a yellow card, which now he misses the match against Milan. I'm so sorry to hear which, that. Again, it makes, in my opinion, that's never a penalty kick, let alone a yellow card. It's pretty ridiculous. But anyway, it didn't do much for Torino. Uh, Juventus went on to win the match 4-1. Ronaldo scored finally from a free kick. His first free kick goal in Serie A for Juventus. Wow. He missed so many. And he you could see the relief on his face that he finally was able to score a free kick. And it was it was beautifully hit. Reminded me just oh, like the nice. one that he scored uh, against Spain in uh, in the World Cup. So good job by him and good job by the team. He said he needed it too. He's like, I needed oh, that did? goal after the match. He's yeah. like, I needed that free kick. No, say? I was going to go say with Cristiano Ronaldo, the first time that he lines up to take a regular free kick. Usually he wants to like blast it and make yeah. the movement that he used to do with Manchester United. For what? You know, but that being said, I mean, for me, Dybala is Incredible. has been on fire this past couple of games. Five goals in five, uh, five goals in five games, right? Yep, that's something. That's and, not easy. And feat. again, remember, if you remember last week, I said that he scored ten Serie A goals. Seven of them came at zero zero. 
Now it's 11 and 8 came at 0 yeah. 0. Mm. So, difference maker. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, Juventus, we were giving them a lot of problems the first couple of games that they came back, Coppa Italia, this game, that, oh, then what, what's wrong with them? What's wrong with them? But like I said, they usually find a way to win. When you have top players, you find the goal, you find the win. But the, the, the hardest thing, and you look at Inter, you look at all these different teams, Lazio, are, you know, the mental uh, breakdowns. And a lot of teams go through it throughout the season where games slip out of the hand, but Juventus never seems to have those games. We do. In the beginning we've of the season, it. more. No, it's not, not true. Them, in no? the middle of the season, we've had them. But Didn't we lose to Sassuolo or tied to Sassuolo? We, told, we tied to a but, bunch of those but teams. But the thing is, I said middle. The game can, can uh, get out of your hand, yeah, but it doesn't just change drastically. Thank you, Antonio. As Lazio versus Milan or versus Inter versus Bologna, where Inter was playing outstanding, and then all of a sudden something happened and everything started crashing down where you have a good mix of players on Juventus that have won in the past, that are winning teams, they know how to manage, and they have strong leadership. Something that, you know, different teams in the Serie A don't we have. We lost to Elis Verona? But wait a moment. Jesus wait a moment, Pete. That was in February. Did that Eric, middle Eric, of the season. Erickson has got to win no, the I'm mentality. talking about Juventus. Okay, but... but and Erickson will win the mentality. Yeah, let's yeah. let's just stick with Juventus for Inter. now. Let's ah. just stick. We're going to get to Inter. We're going to get to Inter. We're going to conclude with Juventus. That's it. Don't worry. We'll get to you. Anything else from you, Pete? Uh, comes to the podcast. To, to, talked about it. Tor, Torino's in yeah. shambles, man. Yeah. They're just terrible. You don't know what's going on there. What about the Gallo just, Belotti? Belotti's too isolated, man. He also, another problem with Belotti, he's got to learn what type of player he is, okay? <laughs> he he's a know. hustler, mm-hmm. finisher, Inzaghi, okay? That's, that's his style. That's what he should be doing, okay? I'm not saying he's Inzaghi, but mm, I'm saying his style please. should be Inzaghi. Not try to get the ball in the back, yeah. make a cross, make a pass, try to dribble somebody. He does drop he back a lot. He does drop yeah. back. You can a drop lot. back, but I'm saying when you have the ball on your feet, this guy tries to do too much with it. Yeah. You're not the technical player. He has no support. You have to be that number nine up top. But like you said, he doesn't have that guy that can. Well, Marquisio give gave, gave a crazy quote. I don't know what the hell this guy was smoking. Oh, yeah. He said that Belotti is a striker that Juventus is missing. Give me a break. Well, Belo- <laughs> you like Mandzukic a lot. Belotti is very similar to Mandzukic in the sense that he's an all-out hustler. We got rid of Mandzukic for nothing, and you're going to go buy Belotti for $60 million? I'm not saying no way. Way. $60 million, like, but... I haven't rated that much. But I'm saying that's... No, that's Belotti? I don't, I don't think... That's the striker that Juventus need. Yeah, that's the striker that's going to win you a Champions League. No, I'm saying that Mandzukic-type player, Belotti. Mandzukic-type player got kicked out of Juventus by Sadi. I'm just I'm just talking about Marquisio saying that that's a player that they're missing. By the way, Belotti scored four Serie A goals in his last four Serie A games. Just throwing that out there. So, no, What's, uh, can you check uh, the leading uh, scores yeah. for Serie A? Check. Uh, Immobile, I think, uh, is how 29. far? How far sure. is? He's on 29. Ronaldo's Ronaldo. on 25, and Lukaku's on 20. 20 yeah. Mm. I have it yeah. on the top of my head. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll, get to, we'll get to Lukaku for what sure. This is exactly what I said, right? 25 and 20. 25 and 20. And where is, uh, is Dybala? What about Lautaro? Dybala's on 11. 120 million dollars. Uh, he's, he's got more in like champions. I think he's got 16 total this season, but it's through all competitions. Yeah. He's got 10 goals. What about Lautaro? 11. 11. What about Lautaro? Lautaro, I don't know. take? What about Lautaro? How many penalties? They both more or less. 11? They all have close to each other. If Dybala takes the penalties instead of Ronaldo, He's on 20 goals if he's had 10, 11 penalties. Oh, uh, that's true. Um, also, big big moment. Uh, Buffon became the most capped 
Serie A player of all time, one more than Paolo Maldini, 648 appearances. In second was Maldini with 647, Totti in third with 619, and in fourth, Zanetti at 617. Uh, and he looked good. The guy, the guy's still in shape. He's still nobody can believe that he's 41 years old. My question, real quick, because Antonio's already rolling his eyes, <laughs> is he the greatest goalkeeper of all time? Never, not even close. Okay, I can't well, be in, like okay. I don't know, Peter. I, I haven't watched. Is enough. he the greatest goalkeeper of all no. time? For me, yes. And I've never seen Yashin. That's the guy that everyone says was the, the Russian best guy. Goal, yeah, best goalkeeper. Yeah. See, I don't know. But I don't for watch me, him. Buffon. Better than Zoff, top, right? Better than Zoff. I haven't really watched Zoff play either, okay. unfortunately, but I would say better than Zoff compared to what he's been able to do in, in this game. What do you no, say? I didn't see that uh, Yashin play either. Um, I would say he's in the, in the top probably five of all time. I don't like that answer. Go. I thought you said top three. I don't like that I thought you said top three. Your lifetime. Top, top three. Your lifetime. Th- Is he the greatest goalkeeper three. you've ever seen? Your lifetime. Don't. I don't care about Yashin. I don't care about anybody else. I just care about your opinion on what you've seen. Uh, wow. Hmm. Nope. He's, uh, he's, he's up there. He's probably, yeah, number one, number two. I mean, I don't... Who's the other person that you're thinking I, about? I don't... Zoff was, uh, you know, Zoff mm-hmm. is up there, too. I mean, with... Yeah, he did the World Cup, the 1982 mm-hmm. World Cup. He he had a lot to do with it. He was older too then, right? Yeah. 40 years he old. was very old, right? Yeah, yeah. 40? 40. It was 40? Yeah. I remember that. And he won the yeah. 1970 Euro. 1970? Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. For you, who's the greatest goalkeeper that you've ever seen in your lifetime? Donnarumma. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. We're not a comedy podcast. Let me tell you why. Speaking okay. of Mike, at least. Yeah, Let seriously. me tell you why. Yes. A, a goalkeeper, you don't judge on his career. You have <laughs> what do you judge? But I, my question you is have the career. judge him on his skills. Donnarumma, given the size that he has. Exactly. What? Can I finish? Okay. Then you Skills can have nothing Sorry. to do with size. He was born with that. Buffon is going to have the ball 10 times. He's going to have to do... He's going to have the... You know what? The gap between Buffon and Donnarumma right now... We're I not, mean, but I don't care about right now. That's not my question. But I... Listen, we don't... I'm just saying all time. Should I drop dead in the next uh, 10 years? <laughs> I know that Donnarumma is going to outshine Buffon, but not by... 20 times. That's good. And I'll ask you in 10 years from now. But my question is today, is who is the greatest goalkeeper uh, of all that time? That I have seen is Donnarumma. Okay. Fair enough. Are you kidding me? Hands down. Right, fair enough. He's 20 years old. Right, Hands down. Why are you arguing? Why are you arguing? Because <laughs> it doesn't it's make his, sense. It's his opinion. It's his opinion. That's Hands his opinion. Down. That's his opinion. Everybody's entitled okay, to their Donald, opinion. What do you think about that? Honestly. Because that gets me mad. What do you think? No. Let the... Let the <laughs> let the audience, uh, let the audience uh, reply to... Uh, I will make Antonio happy now. Okay. Inter. <laughs> Go. Inter lost to Bologna. They were up 1-0. So, you see, if you start with Antonio, with Inter, he's going to go first, then he's going to go third. Start with him. Start with him. Tell him what I think about yeah. Inter. That's actually a very good point. Right. That's actually good. All right, you know what? <laughs> Let's switch it. Start, start off with Inter. You start off with Inter. I start off yeah, with Inter? Yeah, you start off with Inter. Okay, so the first thing that uh, I like how I like how you tilt your body towards Peter yeah. as you're saying this. <laughs> By the way, I noticed that. <laughs> right. So a couple of things uh, from from the article that you sent me today on the podcast uh, on the um, WhatsApp. He assumed a lot of responsibility. He said everybody 
is responsible. I'm responsible. I screw up. I'm the one that puts the team on the. But everybody is going to go for is going to be examined, and everybody uh, is on. The, could be out. Could be questioned. Yeah. Could be questioned. questioned. I came here with a project. I, I know it's my first year of the project, mm. but everybody's going to be uh, questioned. I think the first thing that Antonio Conte has to figure out is if the glass is F full or F empty. Because he keeps bringing up this glass, mm-hmm. you know, that it's always <laughs> F empty. Okay, so that's the first thing he's got to... Then, the next thing that he has to figure out is uh, they called Ericsson today, that was on the headline, impalpable. <laughs> and that's the question that I'm asking. Ericsson, yeah. impalpable. Can you maybe elaborate a little what bit? Because Ericsson is a player that I like. Mm-hmm. I think he's got the skills, got the vision. But he's not that complete player, I think, that Inter is looking for. Mm-hmm. And I think that Antonio uh, Conte has got a little doubt about this guy, Ericsson. Mm-hmm. But I didn't understand what impalpable meant mm-hmm. so maybe Michael. You, you can Mike explain. has the definition I told Peter if you want say it say yeah, it no say it for the audience so. okay that's fine we want the audience to know what it means okay. I don't even know what it means impalpable I have an idea of what it means but I don't know what the real definition yeah. means not completely understanding like the grasp of something basically that's what it yeah. means not, not so they, easily comprehensible yeah so they're saying that Erickson doesn't understand not easable not easable comprehensible not in other not words, easily comprehend. It's, it's something that you cannot was, really figure out. Look. It's something that you cannot figure it out. It takes more time than usual to understand. What was, what was the sentence about Erickson? Question mark. He's incal- it, it was just two words. Erickson. Oh, okay. Impalpable. Okay. Period. Saying he doesn't fit or doesn't understand the system of Conte. Or taking no, the opposite. No, no, no. no, I, think no, no I don't. I don't they, know. That's why I'm asking. Based on what he said, I think it's more so. The, the journalists or the fans uh-huh. not understanding Ericsson, not understanding what his role would be in this Inter. Because you have games where he looks oh. amazing and games where oh. he's I a didn't flop. think about it like that. That, that's how my that's how I interpret oh, I, I didn't, I didn't interpret even think about it like that I didn't think about that I didn't either. even consider See, that okay the, sorry the, wait, wait, wait. Oh. Let, let him finish let him finish <laughs> go ahead go ahead go ahead <laughs> well finish what you're no no that, that's uh, that's basically what uh, you know uh, what I wanted to say Pete how did you feel as an Inter fan the loss to Bologna uh, this, this game uh, reminds us of Spalletti days, Mazzari days, not happy days. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. So, I mean, this is a game where Inter's in full control in the first half. And you even get uh, Soriano gets a red card. You say, okay, Inter can manage this game. I thought it was completely over when we get they got the, the pen- red card. We get the penalty. We should score two nothing. End this game. Ten men. We're fine. But then <laughs> exactly. And then all of a sudden, one mistake creates this domino effect on Inter, where they're very, they're still very fragile mentally. Where you have players that maybe playing the past couple of years with Inter in that fragile state have led them to get back into this blackout for some reason. I'm not trying to make it, you know, bigger than what it is, but just the point is... No, make it, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> Conte, for the first half of the season, 
seemed like he had control of this team. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden, he mm-hmm. seemed to have lost the balance. Mm-hmm. Inter's defense in the beginning was amazing, yeah. right? Mm. All of a sudden, they're, they're letting in two goals, almost two goals a game, three goals versus Sassuolo, this. And it doesn't see, And it's not even uh, the amount of goals that they let in, but the amount of chances they give up. And this has been something that we're looking at, and you're saying this is not Antonio Conte's uh, working, you know, when, when you think of Juventus and you think of uh, Chelsea. What I do want to say is okay, a lot of people have been criticizing Conte. He's even come out now uh, more than one time saying it's my fault or I take responsibility. The only thing that I have to say is that Conte has made mistakes, but we cannot, just as much as mistakes that every coach in Serie A in Europe have, have, you know, has done. The only difference is uh, I think the expectations for Inter, the way that they start in the beginning, Conte, the first, the first year he won with Juventus, the first year he won with Chelsea, he's going to win the first year with, with Inter, right? And so there's a lot of these expectations. Then Inter's actually playing well now the first half of the season. You say, okay, now I think they bought into the Conte system. And no, I think Juventus still were the real leaders in this pack because of their players that they the players that they have well, Lazio's ahead of you yes Lazio's ahead of us Atalanta but <laughs> Lazio Lazio's having a remarkable season and I think uh, Lazio even beat Juventus they've they've challenged a lot uh, Conte I was only saying that to your comment about you Juventus being the lead that's yeah, the only thing yeah. I was just saying I mean, in regards to that and I think also uh, Inter right you have certain players that are just not for Inter Gallardini, this man has this lost, man. That ch- lost that chance versus Sassuolo. How many points has Wolfs, he cost you in the, the past week? Wolfs at the clearance, and it's like, this is not what you should expect to clear the ball and, and just get out of danger's way. Uh, Lautauro, big problem with Lautauro, taking, the, now, taking the penalty. You know, it's usually Lukaku's ball. L- Lautaro gets the ball. It's funny that I said with uh, Sanchez the, the week before that Sanchez got the penalty kick. Kind of seemed like Lukaku was giving Lautaro the chance to get on the scores sheet and you know break the chains. Really, I thought the first half Lautaro didn't play necessarily great, but he wasn't that bad. The 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 goal that Lukaku scored was off of Lautaro making a good run, first post run, and getting uh, the like header it. onto the post. A lucky goal, too. Mm-hmm. Okay, but he, he was the one that, that did that. Uh, a run that he made, Eriksen put the through ball, uh, Skorupski makes this save. So, I mean, like, he was getting the chances, but he's not finishing. And this is something... He couldn't buy a goal. Yeah, this is something that's wrong you with... Tell. You with, could tell that in his mind, he, like, knew he wasn't going to score. It looks yeah. very frustrated. Like, if you watch him when Lukaku scores, I'm not saying he was unhappy that Lukaku scored, but he you know, he laid back like, God damn, I can't even... I hit yeah. the post again. Like, I'm doing everything right, but I'm not able you know? to score. And, I definitely saw that. Yeah, and so you missed the penalty. Wolf had the, you know, clearance. Juara scores. Then the, the, the second goal Bologna scored was a transition goal. It was beautiful. And it's not something that inter-defense uh, inter or Conte system should be allowing. Completely unmarked. It, it was a mess. Those last couple of minutes were, was a complete mess. Can I say something or you want to go? No, on? go ahead. Okay. Yeah, he said you're going to you're gonna accuse me I'm, that I, I, you know. No, no, no it's fine. <laughs> um, I agree with you. And the two things I commented on this game, there were two question marks that I really had for, for Conte's team. Number one, we all said um, 
why Sanchez was not starting. And I think that he was too scared to pull Lautaro on the bench. That's my opinion. I think he was too scared to pull Lautaro on the bench. And that was a mistake. And the second mistake, which Conte also spoke about, which he said that it was a mistake on the field that he was not happy with, is Lautaro taking the penalty kick. And now, I give Lukaku a lot of credit. He's a team player. I understand that he wants to make the team play better. He cares about his teammates. But you're not up 3-0 in this match. It's not 6-0 against Brescia where you get a penalty kick and you give it to, all right, let's let Bastoni take a penalty kick. No. You're 1-0. That, to, it was on 1-0. It was on 1-0. Yeah. To me, and in my opinion, that's Lukaku's ball every single day. You give it, you score 2-0, and then you worry about Lukaku, uh, Lautaro getting a goal. Go 3-0 up and then worry about your teammate getting a yeah, goal. That was a wrong, that was two mistakes that I saw. Sanchez should have been starting. Lukaku should not have been taking that penalty kick. And Gagliardini shouldn't have been starting. <laughs> Gagliardini, I never like that. Okay, first of all, first of all. Oh, oh boy, here we go. I don't... <laughs> fishing. He's going fishing. You can tell he's smiling. Yeah, he has a mask on. First of all. First of all. I heard you saying contest system. What's the contest system? What is it? Contest game. What is it? What is it? High press. High three press. Five, three, five, two. What does that mean? He invented them? Yeah, you don't invent that. it, but the team worked. Oh, he worked for that. And you call it a contest system. Oh, it's his system. He's implementing a system. The team is, is playing his system. You can definitely see Conte's identity here. Uh, Conte identity. <laughs> his style. Conte system. <laughs> Wait a moment. Conte system. Conte identity. You know what other, what other BS this guy here does? He goes recruiting player. He goes to Palota to uh, what's it? No, Palota. What's his name? Marotta. This is wrong. Marotta. And he tells, hey, by the way, I want Ericsson. At the press conference, it's Zanetti, right there behind your, uh, your back. It's Zanetti, Suning, whatever is his name. Zang. And the new sign, the, new, the, the, the guy that they sign. They ask him a bunch of questions. Un giocatore molto importante. He's a very important player. This guy has been shown during all, all of his career. has been done this. Is a, so it's a great sign for Inter. Now, all of a sudden, to pick up on what he just said before, he has Sanchez that has been proven a, a different maker over there the week before. He puts Sanchez on the bench. You want to, I, I, I will answer the question about uh, Lautaro for you. Lautaro is on the market because they don't want him anymore. And because now other teams are starting to second-guess themselves, number one. Number two, Sanchez should have started the game, should have started <clears> the game <throat> because Lautaro wants to get away from Inter. He has to be show, showcased what he's capable to do. So that's why. Number one, the penalty that Lukaku was, was supposed to take, he took it. He said, oh, no, that's my ball. I got to score because otherwise my price is going down. Lukaku gave him no, the ball. No, yeah, he gave he it didn't to take him. It. He it didn't take gesture. it. Listen, listen, okay, okay. listen, listen, listen to me, please. I'm listening. Okay. You guys, you want too many things, but there is no leadership over there at every level. Conte is not a leader because obviously what's going on on the field is it's very, it's very embarrassing to say the very least. How the hell are you taking two goals like that from Bologna, from two kids that nobody knows who they are, with the best defense? You have Andanovic. I mean, Skriniar was, uh, was still not on the field. But you have uh, this guy here, Bastoni. You have nothing but the best player. And what happened? You're even seeding, you're seeding a, a, a world champion almost, okay, that you, that you, you, you were just a, a, bragging about, oh, we got to go in, we got to go in, we got this, we, got, we, we have a wall, we have a concrete wall on defense over there. What happened? 
You're not covered anything. You're not covered the, the defense. You're not covered the midfield. Every time, everybody's failing. Everybody, you know why? Because they play scared. They play scared because Conte, oh, if they don't do exactly what he wants to do, micromanage everything, he's going to sit them down. What happened with Sanchez? Put him in. Put Sanchez in. He's the one who's a different maker. He can score. He can dictate the pass. And he has a, a good vision on the ball. I wish I had Sanchez on AC Milan. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, you wish you were Sanchez. I thought you were about to say that. <laughs> you guys, you guys are, are a total mess. Can I, total I, mess. Can I pose oh, a man. question? Since, since Peter, I was sending Peter some fans, some Inter fans are very, very, very upset. I mean, I, I do agree with Peter that it's probably a little bit exaggerated. And Peter also said, probably a lot of it also comes from his Juventus past. And, you know, there's always things that you could pick away at, at, a, at a person. Um, but there's a lot of Inter fans who went from, in the beginning of the season, we're on the right path. We have a specific project. Conte is the man. To now, not saying that Conte is not the man, but there's question marks over how good of a season you're having because Spalletti finished third last season, right? And third? Yeah, it was third, third right? I think it was third, yeah, yeah. And you're in third right now, or at least at this point, he was still in third. And it's is Conte not succeeding at Inter at this point? Is he failing at as Inter's coach? Or were the expectations too high okay. to manage? Okay, and I just want to add something in. Okay, but answer my question specifically. Okay. Don't go to another topic. Right. Uh, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, wait, I'm gonna add it, and then I'm gonna say other stuff too. First of all, there's so much con. Okay, Conte deserves a lot of the blame that's been happening. Yes, we gotta understand though. Like a lot of people are just going crazy. Oh, all this. Oh, they should be right next to Juventus. This is Conte's first season, and yes, I know he won it. Uh, at Chelsea in his first season. He's won it. Where else did he win it? Juve's first season. And people maybe just had that in the back of their head. We got this whole... He has a whole new squad. Yes, they spent so much money. But this is the first season. It didn't even finish yet. With the, a brand new squad. It takes time. It's not going to happen overnight. It's a project that they're building. And yes, you can criticize Inter or whatever, not playing good. But then you got to look at the positives too. They're building something here. So even though, yes, they should be closer to Juventus and stuff, they got a whole new squad. They're getting Hakimi. They're getting, they're fortifying. They're oh, playing better. Mike, they're improving. Mike, we're talking well, about this year. We're talking yeah, about yeah, now. No, no. Yeah, I get that. They're I get that. getting. No, no, no. I get that. But I'm saying you got to see both sides of it. Okay, sure. now let me just ask you a question yeah. before we get everybody else's opinion okay. on my question. If Sadri was 11 points off of first place in third place with Inter, would you be saying it's Sadri's first year this it's a new team. It's a new system. Well, we've been saying it because they weren't playing okay, good for and that. Too. I know, and they're in first place. Yeah, yeah. Well, Juve has it's his first season. Yeah, yeah, I get that. But I'm saying Juve's been winning it consecutively okay. for seven years, so he already has a pretty, for the most part, a uh, winning squad that's been having that has that DNA for the most part of it. So it's he's more of like taking over of the squad rather than Conte getting a whole new squad and trying to gel everything together with no one knows each I think, other. I think the point is that, I think the point for Inter fans is we were in third place last year. We spent a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, we're paying a coach that. 11 million a yeah, year. 100%. Our, they expect and, better and, results. And Lazio is ahead of us and Atalanta might pass us. Mm, no, they yeah. will pass them. Okay. Forget about May. May it's, it's, Conte, it's over. It's no, Conte, we are in July. I'm just saying, look at both sides. It, just real Even quick, I don't want an explanation, but do you think Conte is not succeeding at Inter at this point? Nope. The question is, is no, no. The question is a loaded question, but okay. he, he's not. He, he's. I think the question is, Conte is he gonna be the right person to lead Inter? Let's say to a scudetto. Can he win with it? Can, he, can win? he win a scudetto with Inter? I think so. Yes. 
When? In 10 years? Okay. So, so next, next year, Juventus next is probably going to fix the problems okay. that they, the cracks that they saw Let this me year. finish what I was yeah. saying before to all yeah. of us. First of all, Pete said, oh, this is contest system. No, what's the contest system with the high pressure? I can name you 10 teams in Serie A that are yeah. high pressure. One second, on one second. I think you're understanding it wrong. When he says system, he doesn't mean that he the system is Conte's system. He just, means that, he just means that when Conte came, he's not saying he invented it or it's only specific to Conte. He's just saying that's how the team looks. It's basically saying the characteristics it's, of Conte's team, not that it's Conte's system, that he owns that system. He thinks you have he's to invent the system. He's saying it's so the characteristics of Conte's yeah. team. That's listen, it. That's listen, he's not trying to say that 75% of the team playing Serie A right now, they do high pressure on the ball. I can name you one by one. No, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Okay, it's fine. So, so it's you fine. believe... So I agree is, with you. Don't Let's not throw this, you know, gratuity BS... This is Conte's signature. He's not saying that. He's saying okay. how they play. Conte, Conte did not invent that high pressure. He didn't say he, he invented, invented the... You're just, flopper, you're just flipping around. Conte did not invent high pressure. He invented the 3-5-2. He, he did not invent the 3-4-2-1, whatever. He didn't invent anything. If I was an inter-dirigent, I would say to Conte, listen. <laughs> <laughs> I was a manager. Was okay, a manager, I would say to the to Conte, I said, listen, you've been given this project. The least we expect from you to be on the third place in striking distance of Juventus. If we lose by two, three points, four points, five points at the most, he's on pace. No, for it's that. not. <laughs> if you lose by three, four, or five points at the most, we will give you, we will give you, you know, a rain check for next season for you to coach again. Mm -hmm. Now, given the fact that. Uh, so far, so far, with all the money that you guys have uh, spent, transfer seasons, buying everything that is on the market, grabbing basically everything, anything that is around, okay, I want it, I want it, just, just do like this, it's just everything comes to content. You have a tremendous bench, for me, much better than what they have. Mm. Much, much better mm. than the bench that Juventus have. Mm. You, you have nothing to show for. Where's you the better bench? Nothing to show How is it a better bench? Look at your midfield. Are you kidding me? Where's the better bench? They're all injured. Barella, Sensi, Erickson. Those are starters. Juventus has injuries too. But those are starters. Okay, you have you have three places, and your fourth person on the bench is better than any of the replacements yeah, from Juventus. Those are all national team you, players. We can't, we can't argue that. No. I, I, I understand You're that. You're looking just the midfield. What about Listen, the other I know. I only spoke about the midfield, though. All the people that you have on your squad, at some point, they're still right now, they played on their team's national team. On their nation. Okay. Okay. What does that mean? So is Milan. That's so not, is not. No, 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 no. Well, who do we have on the bench? Donnarumma. Oh. Who do we have on the bench? Nobody. <laughs> nobody. Who do we have on your bench? Listen to me. It's in the national team. You guys have spent so much money, you got nothing to show for. Enough of this trying to protect the Conte. Conte is a failure. He's a failure. End of the story. I think. I Hands think. If, I, and I said this before. I think if he was still in Champions League, there would be some understanding. They'd be like, "All right, listen, he's still in Champions League." Uh, or if he went to the Coppa Italia final, they, there could be something. But it kind of felt like that piece fell, right? And then you're like, "All right, but still, we can still win Coppa Italia. We're still in the Scudetto race." Then the Coppa Italia fell in a bad manner. Then you're like, "All right, we have the only thing we have to do is try to get as close to first place as possible." Mm -hmm. And then you fall again. So I think that that's. It's like kind of those stumbling blocks. It's it's the addition of everything. It's not just one singular piece that's annoyed the Inter fans. And I, and I understand that. I think that they are justified to an extent of of being annoyed. And I've never seen Conte take responsibility like he has in this. I don't know if that's a good thing. 
He was asked to do that. He, he was asked. I don't think he wanted to do he, that. He honestly, was asked to he, go and to, to say what he has to say. He looks he looks very fed up with the situation. Yeah. And, and he looks he even said he said, I wish I wish that my players would have even one percent of the disappointment that I'm feeling. Which means, in other words, the players don't care as much as I care right now. They're not as annoyed as I am. No, that's exactly what it means. I don't know. It, I don't know about that. You don't know, but that's exactly what it means. What do you mean? Gaetano, he says, that. I wish my yeah, players could have that. even 1% of yeah. the disappointment that I feel. That just that shows was, how, how high his disappointment is. Absolutely not, not saying that his players aren't disappointed. That's not true. You know why? That's not true. It's, that's it's the not, way you interpret it. It's not true. Wait, hold on. Because one context to it is that he made the media wait for over an hour because okay. he was screaming at his team inside oh. the locker room. Okay. They clearly did not understand the importance, and he felt the importance a lot more than his players did. And he said that, if you read through the lines of what that means, even 1%, that's saying a lot about the mentality of the team. Mm -hmm. It's saying a lot about it. And he's a serial winner who only expects the best, and he's now he's at this point where he's like, they're still not giving me what I want. And I'm not saying that he's not wrong. I'm just saying that that's that's exactly what he's trying you're to say. You're jumping the gun a little bit. I'm I, gotta, not. I, I have a good point, and I'm gonna I, I wanted to just ask uh, your father, uh, your father, Gaetano. Do you think that Marotta will have all of those rumors about marker transfer about Lautaro this, Lautaro that, just uh, you know, percolate into from the locker room into the major uh, newspaper, uh, sports channel, and all the stuff. Uh, you know, this Lautaro distraction. Lautaro is becoming nothing but distraction. The pressure is building up on the kids. That is no longer focusing on the game. That's the bottom line. This is just everything. That kind of attention has been felt on the field too, because this guy here Definitely. was to take the ball from a, from a Lukaku, and then it's not what he said on the game. Definitely. He said it somewhere else. So this is a failure from the management side, from Marotta's side, and Conte. Conte should have said to Marotta, "Hey, by the way, none on the public TV." He said, "Hey, can you just..." Uh, Quieted down all of those rumors about this transfer well, between this guy. He, he said that he we want to keep him. What, what well, more can he say? Well, 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 well. I'm not sure say? about that. Barcelona has been putting a lot of pressure on that. He should have said to Barcelona, "Listen, can we talk about this all?" Nonsense? Either way, his deal his deal expires tomorrow, so he's not getting he's not getting the 111 million. To so Barcelona. I think the price is coming further We're down now. Further <laughs> down. What's, what's the price now? Two weeks ago was I what? Uh, well, Two hundred fifty. Uh, now yeah, what? You, you want to laugh? Yeah. They're talking about in increasing it. Yeah, they're gonna renew the contract and they're gonna increase the. Go ahead. Buyout for. <laughs> I love that. Keep him. Uh, anything to conclude? No, I agree with you that uh, I think the project. He has a project. I saw Inter in the first half, and I saw in in Coppa Italia there were times where. Everything was one touch, and it really looked good, mm. the way they were moving the ball around. Of course, the project is going to take time, and I've always been a supporter of Conte, but yesterday, I agree with you, he made, he made two big mistakes, and one was Sanchez should have started the game. Mm. Lautaro wouldn't have been in the game, and that penalty, he wouldn't have taken it. So I, I think he has responsibility, but the project... Is a three-year project. Most of the coaches they want three years to show what the project is all about. So okay, he was successful in Chelsea. He was successful in Juventus. Yeah, here he might take a little bit more. The players, yeah. the DNA of the players, it's not all the same. Some players they will acquire and they will listen to you and whatever you're selling, they buying. Some players it will take a longer time to buy, and apparently uh, he's very dissatisfied with the. Uh, with the players that he has now. And he said uh, he's going to make some changes. And 
there were six or seven names uh, mm-hmm. this morning uh, in the newspapers that they're on the way out. One one last thing, just to conclude, just to tie the knot um, on it is, I thought that this was the best year. Like you're saying, it's a two three year project, right? In my opinion, they probably had their best possible chance to win this year. Yeah, that's my opinion mm-hmm. because I thought Juventus transitioning with Saudi right. was going to take a lot longer. And Juventus made so many mistakes in the summer mercato with trying to sell Dybala, with not in, in, uh, increasing the midfield, with not one good right back, with so many things that were wrong that this year, next year I think it gives Juventus an opportunity to be like, oh, wow, we screwed up over there. Let's reinforce an already better team. And then how does Inter compete well, with that? I think whenever it's a you know, Scudetto race, it's, it's not the head-to-head challenges. It's what you do with the the smaller teams. When you, Juventus, it's it's that's where the mentality comes out. When you're talking Champions League, the be- usually the better players, better teams, they usually end up being the last team standing or one of the last teams standing. In the Scudetto race, it always comes down to how you fare versus the lesser team because those are the points that big teams usually sure. are able to win, even if it's the worst way possible, right? And teams such as Inter, Lazio, that are trying to find their identity, they lose or they, they lose points. You know, Conte, you know, lo- we lost four points, right? Sassuolo? No, I'm sorry. Five points. Sassuolo, mm-hmm. Bologna. Games that we were in the lead that we should have won. And you're talking about the fi- five points to Juventus. Mm. And you're still 11. And um, you know yeah. what? The most important thing that has been missing in this conversation is this. This situation with Lautaro, and then I'm going to finish and with that's that, it's yeah, been replayed. It's been replayed in a different, in a, some sort of, on a different setting with what happened with Icardi. I swear to God, I knew you were going to say, <laughs> I, was, I actually, it's like I listened to all the it's podcasts. It's been in 57 Icardi, and he didn't mention Icardi. Icardi, I was, Icardi I knew it was coming. at some point, being one of the coming. best strikers in Europe, it was benched. It was ready to play again. It was kept on the bench because what went on between Vandanara and Marotta. Okay. Then the guy wanted to play again. They plugged him in. Soon enough, they, the, the guy started to get depressed. He wanted out. Sure enough, this is what is going to happen to Lautaro. Lautaro right now is going to be probably, this is what's the next move of Conte. He's going to put him on the bench. He's going to leave him over there. Maybe he's going to give him 15 minutes here, 20 minutes He there. must be benched next game. It's, it's totally different. Uh, it's totally yeah, different. Than Icardi. Way, he can't compare Icardi and Lautaro. It's totally, totally uh, well, different. The one thing it. I agree, he needs to be benched next game. You Sanchez has to be starting. You got to be starting. Let's move on. A uh, more important question. Atalanta are five points off second place. Can Atalanta finish second place? Yes. Yeah, I can see that. Yes, there are plenty yeah, of games. Yeah, of course. The way they're playing right now... Of course, definitely ahead of Inter. Uh, they're gonna finish ahead of Inter. That's for that's a even. They're one point from. They're one point from Inter. Oh, Atalanta, listen, Atalanta could go second place. I think they're the one team that's on fire, man. No, whatever they them, touch is like... like the golden touch. Yeah. Their next, their next, the, to conclude the season. Let me read their games. They're playing Sampdoria at home, Juventus away, Brescia at home, Verona away, Bologna at home, Milan away, Parma away, and then the most exciting, the last match of the season. At home against Inter, Man. which could easily be either for second or third place. Yeah, I can see that happening. Which is going to be very exciting. Again, one point difference between Inter and Atalanta. 
Wow. And Atalanta, it's not that it really matters, to be honest, because second, That's third, and fourth. But, but there is there's significance, but even though they all qualify, qualify automatically, it's no longer... It used to mean a lot if you finished between fourth and third, because the fourth was not automatic spot, yeah. but now it is automatic. Just, just to give clarity, but it's it's something. If, if Atalanta would finish in second place... I think that we'd have a crazy story. Listen, you guys you guys have been winning this year by default because Inter is sucking, Napoli is sucking, Lazio is sucking, everybody else is sucking. Not because to give credit to When to is Sarri. the Champions League starting? August, Next, like August 7th. August 7th starts. Mamma is that after mia. the season is over? Yeah, after the yeah. season's done. Yeah. Okay. Mm. It's it's gonna be a couple of weeks in Portugal. Um let's move on. Where, where what else about Napoli Roma? Napoli yeah. Napoli Roma. Insignia, what a goal. What a goal Insignia to win the game. It looked like it was going to be a draw, right? Yeah. I mean, Insignia out of nowhere, pff, the, ca- the captain makes a tight angle. I was thinking it would right be a draw. I was thinking it would be a draw because both teams, they didn't really have too much. But can he do that in the national team? That's the All bottom right. line. He never does that. <laughs> yeah, you can't keep going back to the same argument. He never does that. Right? We don't need that. Uh, uh, also, a good storyline that, that I really loved from this match was Zaniolo. 175 days after tearing his ACL. He's back, baby. Back on the pitch, back to playing. Uh, really wishing him a lot of uh, success. And you know what meant a lot for him? I think his his dad said like he was a lion in a cage just waiting waiting to get back agent. on uh, on the pitch. His agent, I think. His agent? I thought it was his dad. Maybe they're the same thing. Yeah, I was just going to say that. <laughs> um, would any, anybody have any thoughts about the Napoli-Roma match? you have any thoughts? I, that's a good point with the Zaniola. I saw him, he came in, he was uh, running 100 miles an hour. I mean, he wanted to go and fight on every ball. Um, uh, as far as, uh, I thought they were going to tie too. I thought the game was going to be a tie, but then there was that uh, that beautiful uh, goal by Insignia that made the difference. Uh, the interview got Tuzo after the game, and... Uh, yeah, he, he wants he wants the same mentality uh, game after game. Mm-hmm. You know, he wants to be able to keep the same mentality. And he said that some of the the players uh, they asked them, you know, who are the players that uh, <laughs> they don't have your mentality? And uh, of course, he didn't mention anybody, mm-hmm. but he made understood that some of the players are just not not up there and. Um, so he's, there's probably going to be some changes there too. Did Manolas do anything? Mm. Mm. He was subbed <laughs> during the game. I don't know the flappy, flappy sign. He just uh, he just came back. I, I mean, it was the first yeah, day back. Yeah, I don't want to say. It. Yeah. I was gonna go off of what Gattuso mentality, right? How he's able to Gattuso mentality is okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he invented mentality. <laughs> His Gattuso's way. the inventor of mentality. Gattuso played for a winning team. Okay. <laughs> but his, 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 approach, his approach to the game is that intense. Die hard. And so a lot of, even Napoli fans, a lot of Napoli fans, Insigne is like the the poster boy, but at the same time was always a scapegoat to po- point to and say, oh, this guy, when a big game comes up, he doesn't show prove up. himself, show I'm himself. <laughs> right? So there's a, we don't have the definition over here. Can you get the Neapolitan Dictionary? The, I'll, I'll search for one word. Katim. Oh, yeah, oh. we know that. Okay. Where's Lula? It's like yeah. passion and yes. grinta all in one, exactly. basically. We, we yeah. had an Opoly fan one time came up to us and he just started screaming Katim. It was the first time I ever heard the word. Exactly. So yeah. It was that's on videos a, in one of our that's videos. That's a Neapolitan like. slang word, yeah. for something when people take up balls. Okay, thank you. <laughs> so this is you, something you, you that... You have a website where you just define <laughs> every word. System mentality. Franchise player. <laughs> Choker. <Icardi. laughs> Antonio's there. <Wanda. laughs> but 
But going back, Insigne with Gattuso seems like he's playing with Katsim. Like he, he, every time he's on the ball, he wants to do something. He's, he's, mm -hmm. he's attacking it, you know, the defenders. So, listen, it, it's something that every player should have. But sometimes you need that flame to be able mm -hmm. to, to light it up. Mm -hmm. uh, let's, let's move on to just uh, um, some other uh, talking points. Uh, Ranić. Ranić? Ragnić. Uh, Ragnić. 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 No, I don't yeah. think there's a ch sound. He's German. Okay, Ragnić. Yeah, Ragnik. I think Ragnić. Uh, I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah, we, we, got, we got a Greek and Italian saying how to say a German name, so we <laughs> might all be wrong. Let's, let's understand that. Nine. Um, he's, now that Sky is saying that he is going to be not only the coach, <laughs> he's going to be the technical director, the, the head of medical... At the club and also other things that haven't been defined yet. So that means Martin is out. He's, he's the, guy must, the guy must be a genius. <laughs> he's going to be able to head everything. I can't believe it. Um, like you said, Maldini uh, apparently has been offered role of club ambassador, and he doesn't like that. Jeez. It's to go from technical director yeah. at the club. He's not club ambassador. You know what club ambassador is? <laughs> they don't they do anything. Come to the party. Pictures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take a picture. They're like, just there for face, right? Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Um, so M Maldini is almost certain to to be out. Antonio, first of all, how do you feel about? I know we might not be very familiar with him, and I think that we need to get somebody on that knows German football that could actually tell us about him. Mm. He's obviously very sought out, and Milan are putting a lot of faith into into the guy to be able to give him right off jobs. right off the bat. Right off the bat, <laughs> he's gonna drive the bus too. <laughs> Listen. Yeah, I said, you know, I love Maldini. Maldini is the history of AC Milan, is the AC Milan DNA. But, uh, you know, we've been five or six years already just uh, looking from, from outside, looking inside. And then we, we, we fell at the last couple of, for a few points here, a point there, two things like that. I said, what is, get, what is there to get, what we got to lose? I mean, I'm, I might as well give it a try to this guy here. I like to see Maldini to be the technical director. But, uh, you know, what? this is not about uh, soccer. This is about money. This guy here is the owner of AC Milan right now, Elliot Group, and they wanted to try uh, to uh, to uh, leave or to sell the team in, uh, in uh, when the team is doing a little better than we're doing right now. So that's what I think is going to happen with this Ragnich over here. They're going to plug three or four young kids that they already scouted, and some of them they're coming from the team that is, uh, is coaching right now because mm -hmm. I've been reading on and off about this guy here. And they're going to try to flip the team because uh, this uh, Elliot uh, Group is not into the business of being... Uh, or loving soccer, uh, they don't like the soccer game. They wanted to, they want to just take the profit. They want to just uh, go to the next level, and then eventually just uh, maybe with the, the new stadium and things like that. And so you're good, you're, you're happy with with Ralph? We'll call him Ralph. That's easy. I'm not That's happy. Something. I don't know him that well. I'm not happy. But I said there is nothing that we that, that we can we can lose. It's not that we are winning mm -hmm. right now. We said we like hey yeah. we're winning. Let's try uh -huh. something else. No, we we're losing. We've been losing. Just throw five, everything six, at the wall and see what so, sticks. Hey, let's see if something sticks. There's there's some really good questions too. I'm I'm just uh, glancing through um, the questions. I wanted to see if I could shout somebody out for this. Um, Manzukic, Mario Manzukic is a free agent. I would he, take him. He terminated his uh, his contract. Uh, I've been very adamant. I've said this even before. I said it when he, had, when he was leaving Juventus. I think he could be the perfect signing for a couple of Serie A teams. But specifically, in my head, it's Fiorentina. I think Fiorentina is the perfect place for Mario Mandzukic for a couple of reasons. Number one, we know they need a goal scorer, um, which he will guarantee you goals. Him and Ribery up top would be beautiful to watch. I know a lot of people will say, oh, get younger players, but Mandzukic is a killer. And I think one important aspect, too, is the mentality of Fiorentina to really understand the shirts. You need more leaders on the field. 
And Mandzukic is one that will die for the shirt that he wears. Mm -hmm. Whatever shirt he's wearing, he will give his blood, sweat, and tears. Even if that means making a tackle as a left back and charging the guy down. If it means playing on the left wing when you've never played on the left wing. If it means playing as a striker. And I think having a guy like that in your team is always going to be an added value. And I don't think it's the only signing Fiorentina can make. But on a free transfer, I think Mandzukic still has something to give. Oh, and I think he's a perfect signing for Fiorentina. I will take Napoli too because Napoli is going to get rid of Milik. I think that guy's the perfect player. But I want him at Fiorentina. I want him at Fiorentina. That's a good shout. I also want to throw at Milan. I think he'll do good because Zlatan's probably not going to stay. I think he'll be a great target man over there. Him and Rebic, maybe they do a nice Kind of similar. Maybe a little similar, but I think he'll be good over there. He can score goals. I just like the balance of having him. I like the balance of him. I said Mandzukic for Milan back then when Juve Mm -hmm. were getting rid of him, but now I personally just see Fiorentina as being the perfect... Uh, step for him. I think we'll be. I think I would put him in on Inter. That would be do much better than uh, Lautaro or, or or this guy here. Mandzukic um, is a killer. One other thing, Rip. I know. I love Off the bench, we need we need a second. We need I don't think he's gonna replace him. I don't want to see him on the bench. He wants to be a starter. I, like I, think. I don't think he's gonna want to be a second striker. Would you um, take him, Pete? You see, since since yeah, we're talking mean. since we're talking about Fiorentina, there's two other big storylines for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, one today being Ribéry was robbed. Mm. Uh, his house was robbed when they came back from their match against Parma. He was very 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 upset. I could pull up um, the full statement right now. I hope his wife, his wife was not home. No, the, the kids were in no, Munich. It was empty. Right? Uh, but he was he was pretty annoyed. He was pretty annoyed with uh, with what happened. And obviously, of course, he was scared for his family. Um, and the most important line, I guess, of the entire thing was. Um, that he said, my family comes first and will take the necessary decisions uh, in, what, in what his future is. And there's some rumors already that Ribery would be leaving Fiorentina, which obviously I think all of us would, would hate to see. Uh, you know, I think that these inc- incidents can happen anywhere. You know, Florence is not known for something like that, to my knowledge. And we want to see F- Ribery stay. He's got another year left on his contract after the season. He's still in top form when yeah. he plays. So uh, it would be a shame to see him, especially leave like this. Mm. Anybody have any feelings or thoughts? That's a shame. Yeah, no, uh, I agree with you. And um, I think him and Mansukic they could do some nice yeah. things. I spoke, Massimo called me about it, and I mentioned that you uh, liked Mansukic and he agreed with that. That that would be a nice... Um, Beautiful uh, signing. Yeah. Free transfer. Be- because uh, uh, Ribéry, he can give you the ball exactly how you want it. Mm-hmm. You know, and he need, he just needs somebody inside the area that puts her in. Yeah, that's what Mandzukic yeah. is. Right, and that's what uh, Lewandowski was. You know, Lewandowski. So, I think that will work. That will work good. Uh, last thing about Fiorentina, which uh, you know, this week it was a, there was a boom from uh, Di Marzio and from Sky Italia saying that De Rossi was set to become the next coach of Fiorentina uh, for the following season. It was very sure. He was very sure about it. The reports came quick. They came loud, and you know we all thought that for sure it was a done deal, and we all had our opinion on it. Then later, uh, Rocco Comiso, president of Fiorentina, came out saying, you know, there's a lot of fake news going on, and all the talks around in the club and stuff. It's not true, and that he gives his last stamp of approval, and there was nothing to him saying that the deal is not done or there's no no nothing happening with him. Thoughts on De Rossi as potential coach to Fiorentina? If, again, we're just saying based on the rumors. And I just want to add, he doesn't have his coaching license yet. He would have it completed for next season for him to become. I would say it's a spectacular idea for me, even though he's never coached. Listen to me. I'll tell you the reasons why. De Rossi has been coached by nothing but the best coaches in Serie, in Serie A. Spalletti. 
No, 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 that's one of them that I wouldn't even mention that. But you know, <laughs> that's gonna go in your dictionary. It's Paletti too. <laughs> Zeman, you name. Okay, it's fine. Okay, so Zeman, Zeman, Zeman is an excellent. When did coach. Zeman coach De Rossi? He was in Rome. Yeah, he was. He, he was, was at Rome. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah he had the second stint, but he did not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do Zeman <laughs> anyway, anyway, he's got, he's got. Zeman better than Conte. That was the that was the Much best coach. Better. Okay. Much better. Okay. Much better. You're getting him started. Okay. <laughs> what anyway, did Zeman win? Anyway, like I was saying before, it's not about winning. It's who I wouldn't mind see. I wouldn't mind seeing Pirlo or De Rossi. Those are the, even though they don't have any coaching, quote unquote, coaching experience. For me to go over there and listen to a class, somebody's talking over a, a, a PowerPoint or say. This is what you call an offside. This is what you do. This is the formation you're going to be playing. I don't think that's what the coaching classes have. That's what they are. That's what they are. Listen to me. Listen to me. You're going to go through that. I think the story is not about his license as much as not having experience coaching a team. I don't think it's a license as much as that. The guy has seen coaches, what they do. Once you you went through so many. Okay, Maradona. What about Maradona? Maradona. You could use that argument for any great player. Not, not. Well, listen. First of all, first of all, Maradona. If he wasn't healthy... Chiro Ferrara. Well, <laughs> These guys are coached Chiro by Ferrara, great. They played in teams Chiro that were Ferrara unbelievable. Chiro Ferrara is not De Rossi. Chiro Ferrara is not De Rossi. Don't I'm, compare the, no, no, you know, no, the no. talent of don't, Ferrara don't with don't De Rossi. Don't touch the conversation. You said De Rossi's been coached by great players and he's been alongside great, uh, great coaches. Yes. All I said was Maradona... As being coached by great coaches and with other great players. Chiro Ferrara is another name. Who are the great Libre. coaches that they coach Maradona? Not that many. What are, what are the great coaches? Maradona I is mean, great. Everything. You're saying De Rossi. Maradona was great. De Rossi is a spectacular player. He was a spectacular player. Pirlo is another one I was saying. Spectacular player. He went through. He had to listen to so many different coaches. He learned. Once you absorb that kind of stuff, I said, hey. I how about I okay? Can, how about Simone Inzaghi? I can do this better. How about Simone Inzaghi? It's a great player. Yeah, he was a good. It's uh, a good player. He was a good player back when when he, and was, he was a player. And he was he had great coaches. Yeah. So how, then how come he didn't work out for Milan? Simone Inzaghi. Yeah. People. We're Zaghi talking about people Inzaghi. Sorry, oh, people Inzaghi. People, Sorry. People, yeah. Okay. People Inzaghi. <laughs> you got me messed up because you. People Inzaghi was not given. <laughs> listen to me. People Inzaghi had a squad that was not uh, much of a squad. He had just a very limited, uh, limited uh, nothing. He had nothing uh, to but work with. Besides that, people Inzaghi at least. Had the primavera, yeah. You know, it it you can't just go to a Serie A club that wants to push for Europa League. Let's say. Oh, Gattuso. So Gattuso is the perfect example. Gattuso, Gattuso coach, coach primavera, Palermo, coach Palermo. But that's coach, what I'm saying. That's not what you're saying. Yeah. What I'm saying is, <laughs> on, on players <laughs> like that, on players yeah. like that, when you have a great player, we're you not, can take a chance. But, but look at Pirlo. Pirlo's going to be Pirlo's going to be coaching Pirlo Serie C. Serie C. He's going to be coaching Juve tw- under 23. Yeah. Because you need the you need at least you one year to. Okay, I just listen. Did Zidane need to coach? He was assistant coach. Assistant coach. Primavera coach. What? Say something. He was an assistant coach to Ancelotti okay. for La Decima. I just wanted to add over here. I love De Rossi. I think he's amazing. It's One not of my the argument pro- if you love no, De Rossi no. or Okay, not. now let me say my point. I think he's an amazing player. But with all due respect, I think Fiorentina, Fiorentina the past couple of seasons haven't been convincing. And they need someone with experience that could go over there, spend like extra. Yakini. Like Yakin. He's got no, a lot of experience. No. Okay, but, but Mike no, didn't say that enough. he likes Yakin. I always said they should get someone, a caliber of uh, Spalletti or someone, okay. someone like that that could really help them. I don't think they should You're ex- using every trigger word for him right now. I don't think they should <laughs> experiment anymore. The past two seasons haven't gone the way they wanted, and it's not it's not looking good. And you can't bring in a coach that doesn't even have his coaching. He's not even a coach yet. That's stupid piece of paper. The license is not the point. Yeah, that, okay, that, 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 but he hasn't done anything no, to also, merit that. Uh, 
Absolutely. And I love that Aussie. Absolutely not. What? To bring him to uh-uh. Fiorentina? No. You need a you need somebody that has got a lot of experience, not somebody that uh, has never coached a team. And absolutely not. Maybe in the future you can bring him in, but not right now. Maybe he's like the assistant coach to Spalletti. Yeah. yeah. Let, let him get his you, license. Yeah. Assistant coach yeah, or you Primavera. Be, you should be the assistant coach. I to wish our, I don't take Spalletti, Joe. You know, Joe, our, please, if you listen to this podcast, don't take Spalletti. He's Just good. Please take Spalletti. He's so good. I, I think Spalletti I, will be great. I agree. And it has zero to do with loving De Rossi. You yeah. can love him as a player. Yeah. It has zero to the point. So true. I, in my opinion, I agree. You need an experienced coach. Fiorentina can't mess around. It's already been two poor seasons. We need somebody that's as secure as you could get. Exactly. And uh, in my opinion, you need, you need a guy that raises the caliber. And De Rossi, while he might do good, I'm not arguing that he won't do good. Too much I'm of saying a there's a risk, yeah. a big risk involved where Fiorentina don't have time to play for a third season in a row of not getting where they're good supposed results. to get. Yeah, because but, what happens is you get De Rossi, he has a bad couple of months. What do you do? You get rid of him already and okay. you have to restart. Yeah. And then a lot of good coaches, they want right. the time to... Pre-season. Have preseason, yeah. even though this year we don't yeah, know exactly what you're gonna have. <laughs> but still, you start yourself, not have to try to fix yeah. what so what happened. What's the rumor? What's rumor to go to Fiorentina's uh, uh, right now? Perfect, perfect segue, guys. The podcast um, is ending. We're we're doing the audio only. We're just gonna take some questions, uh, questions like this. So head on over. Uh, link in the description to listen to Spotify, iTunes, or Apple Podcasts. Uh, we're gonna be taking your questions from from Twitter. Uh, yeah, the other names are Unai Emery. And uh, Spalletti are the two major names, which I think would both be better alternatives to De Rossi. We got a question from Anthony Tata, who says, "Do you guys think Milan can beat Juve tomorrow without DiBala and De Ligt?" I think it's a good uh, possibility that we tie the game. I don't think I see Milan winning. I think we're gonna lose. The rest, everybody else. What's that? Uh, can Milan uh, beat Juve tomorrow without DiBala and De Ligt? Uh, Milan can can definitely tie this game. <laughs> yeah, I'll say tie can win. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I say they can win, but yeah, I'm gonna. I think no, we didn't no, think they were gonna be Lazio. Let's be honest. They're com- they're, they're <laughs> such a strange team. They tied with Spa, even though they probably could have lost that game. But whatever. Uh, then they beat uh, they beat Lazio three um, zero with Juve. I think they're gonna get ahead of themselves. I think a tie, but I think Juve's gonna get the win. I don't think Juve's gonna mess around. And and Marco Natoli said, Anto, are you very happy that Dybala and Delict are not playing? Does it give Milan a chance now? Not really. I mean, uh, hey, listen, I told you, we bottom feeders. We just do, take whatever is, is available to us. Hey, bottom we play. We, Seven Champions League. We play game by game. We don't have aspiration like those guys over here across the, the ocean over here, you know. We have nothing. We're just scrambling uh, to to have a, the, to define ourselves and uh, to uh, to pick uh, whatever is being given to us. <laughs> we, we, we know your We don't have high ambitions. We don't have high ambitions. This is a good question. Yeah, he's always uh, <laughs> tries to. Ponytail, Ponytail Mike was very annoyed with you that you kept saying That's that right. Milan are bottom feeders. <laughs> right. He's a big Milan fan. He was very annoyed with yeah. you. And I know you were trying You were trying he so hard to, to try to tailor him. So, so he does that so there's no pressure on him. For uh, next there's time. a really good question from Anthony. And he says, do you think Conte will take his marching orders, meaning get kicked out, next season if Inter have a season just like this year? Meaning finish in second or third place I'm and gonna, are out of the Champions League. I would kick him out right now. Forget about <laughs> waiting for the next this season. This guy... I I think it's actually a pretty valid question for for Inter fans, right and now. I see Peter shaking his head, so I want to hear from you, Pete. I'll kick him out. <laughs> we know you would. Oh my God, 
Peter, Please. Give if, me that honor. If you have the same Conte is out of Champions League, like in group or let's say exactly this season. This part, the same, the, the same, same kind of season. Oh, this season, yeah. I think he he would really, really have a, a hard time getting his job back for the next season. I think a lot has to do because his Juventus past. The Inter fans are gonna be upset that you know if if we're ten points behind Juventus and not able to compete for or whenever we verse Juventus we lose like that. It, I see him out after next season. It does does Conte being out also equal Marotta out or no for you? Is it a failure on his part? Well, good question because actually my friend Vinny he he mentioned Marotta and Marotta's signings this year. Mm, very bad. I I I don't believe it's very bad because I look at look at everybody's signings. Every team has the good players they sign, and the bad players. But the Lazzaro, the Biragi has that hasn't turned out. You know, um, Biragi. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what a waste. <laughs> you know, actually, Victor Moses. We don't know exactly. He had a it's good game, solid, bad game. Solid. Ashley Young is okay. You know, a lot of these uh, guys. But I like the the signing of Sensi. When he was on, he was hot. Uh, and, you know, if he didn't have an injury season, he probably would have been one of the better mm. players this year. Barella. Uh, Barella, getting the Barella was huge. Uh, uh, Lukaku scored 20 goals. So, I mean, he has some good deals and some bad deals. What's your answer to it? No, no. He, there's a, he has a project. That they, they're going to go. Uh, they're going to give him a chance to see. I mean, if after they, a second year? You're saying? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Um, I think I think Inter sack him next season no, if he has the so. same season I like think, this. I think they're really doing a project. And I think there. and even even Conte said he said this year we need to all take a look in the he didn't say mirror but he said we all need to take a look at ourselves and realize is this really is the ambition really to win or is it not? And I think that's also his question to both the players and to the management of guys we need to do something to be able to win and because obviously that's his ambition and I think it could even be him on the side of saying like with with Juve. Even when he was winning with Juve, he wasn't happy enough. He wasn't just happy winning the league. Yeah. He he left because he wanted to win the next thing, yeah. and he wasn't getting the player. So I think it could also be Conte looking like, this is not working. This is not what we are. But we're still a long ways from that. Uh, Cassandra asks, what should Inter do with Lautaro? He looks like he doesn't want to be uh, at the club anymore. You know what does that mean in Italy? <laughs> they can't see you because this is just audio. Oh. Yeah. oh. So <laughs> He's going to bring you close to the ground. Ship him out. Ship him out and make sure you put extra stamps over there so he doesn't get returned back. Put some extra on. Extra what? Stamps. Oh, Ship stamps. him out. Oh, stamps. That's funny. Ship him <laughs> out. Let him go because the prices keep coming down. The guy's going to be worth nothing. By the end of the season, he's been, been playing like this. He's going to be worth nothing. No. Nobody is going to be want this yeah. guy here. Ship him out. Anto, I think you're wrong. I think, okay, this What do they do with him? What they do with him, he's, what, 21 years old. They keep him. They'd be like, listen, Lautaro, your future is at Inter. That's it. Don't think about anything else. Play the way you're supposed to play because we know you're a good player. Mm. He, has to get, he has to get rejuvenated for it's next season. It's easier to say on paper, though. I know. That's true. It's that's easy true. to say. Don't that's think true, about it. But, but he's, a young, he's a young player. They're going to be like, listen, you messed up your season because all these thoughts. You gotta, you need to focus. You got to be healthy again. You, 
you need your mind back on Caltro. And when he does that, I do feel like he'll start improving again. Whatever, this season, it's over. I, whatever. I, think, I think also her, 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 question, her question was kind of tailored towards like Inter's perspective. Like yeah. she, she even added, uh, sorry, I, I forgot to add the last sentence. Uh, aren't they better off giving Sanchez or Esposito more chances Absolutely. over a Lautaro that no, doesn't no, no, want to no. be at the club? No, no, no. I think Lautaro's going to stay and he's going to realize, Conte's going to make him realize that he has to stay and he'll become a better player like that. Mike, I mean, it's not because he's going to stay. They, they, don't want, they have to keep him because nobody wants him. Not because they, he wants well, to regardless leave. Regardless what the thing is, what's he's your, still a good player. He's going to get better. No, I mean, what Mike, sense makes a lot of, uh, what Mike said makes a lot of sense. Uh, even though it's difficult when you're playing for Juventus, Inter, Milan, because they want the fans, they want results, and they want it now. And if you don't perform, there's somebody on the bench waiting to take your place. So where the young players in certain other teams, they have more time to develop, and Inter is more difficult. Mm -hmm. But I, um, what you said makes a lot of sense. I, I hope... There has been a couple of times that young players have left Italy and then they've become stars. Coutinho. I don't want this to be the same case. The same case. Yeah. Peter, did you answer? No, no I didn't. Answer. I think Inter have to come out and say Lautaro's off the market. Don't say, oh, if they they get the 111 million, then you know. I he's agree gone. with him now. That's a they good have to point. come out and say that. That's a very good How point. do you prove that? Renew his contract right now. Don't put and, a release clause. And say, you can even put the release clause because at the end of the day, you know, you put a number that's crazy and you think that uh, no okay. team is going to be stupid enough. Because they lower it, right, Pete? Right? Yeah, then uh, eventually you could always negotiate. But There's a 400 million release clause on Pjanic, by the way. <laughs> For Andrew, me. I wish it was on video right now. Sorry. So come out renew his contract <laughs> tell to the world that lautaro is part of inter's project the kid i'm telling you he has something he still hasn't been able to completely hone his his skills i think uh, he tries to dribble too much or or make the the quick passage of play instead of being able to understand his positioning and getting the ball and holding up the ball and playing off lukaku or whoever else is on your team so he's only 23. He's mm. got his first real season. I'm just throwing that. No, he's in, okay. I'll I, I think his first real season as a starter too. Yeah. And look what he's shown already. I'm just saying. What did he show? What do you mean? What he's he showing? Oh, he's he show? Yeah, right. He's turning. Give me a break, Anto. Um, you're yeah, too hard okay. on him. I'll just conclude. I just say mm. the one thing about Lautaro, he needs to stop working hard and start working smart. Yeah. He if, is. He does not think before he does anything. He right. needs to start thinking about his movements rather than just let me just run through a wall. Relax, think, and gain this clarity on the pitch, which I think will come in time. All right, so even uh, when he has a bad game, he hit the post with the header, which was almost a goal. And then This he, wasn't his bad game. And then he had a nice through ball, yeah. which he did very well. Position. And as he was about to kick the ball into the goal, the guy touched and then went... But this wasn't his bad game. game. This was considered one of the better games for Lautaro recently. Yeah, he was invisible. He had, he had worse games where he didn't touch a ball. Yeah. Let's just finish off like two more questions. Steven, and I picked this question because it's a great question. What do you guys think about the five yellow card accumulation rule? Stupid. Suspension for one game. To me, a red card in a game, that's fine for suspension, but not over yellow cards. And then he also adds, I love you guys. This podcast is bringing Serie A back to the top. Stupid. Yellow Steven. cards 
are so dumb. You can use them as a, a, a tactical foul and stuff like that. You shouldn't be punished. You have them for a reason. A red card, okay, whatever. You you probably deserved if you got a red card. But yeah, five yellow cards. You shouldn't get a suspension. It ruins big games and it's one of the worst. It's one of the worst. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I agree with you, but partially. You know what I will do? I will use the red, the, the yellow card as a as a you know a fine against the the player or a penalty for the team to keep. <laughs> Listen to this. Listen to this. A, a penalty kick? No, a penalty. Oh. In other words, Fine. that you take you take the, the player out for five or ten minutes, no. and you let them, you let the, you let okay. the, the team play in a, <laughs> you let the team play in a short. Put for them in a timeout. Minutes. This sounds like a youth league. Uh, real quick, Nothing. yellow card. Yeah. Well, I mean, if if the objective is to get uh, the best players playing all the time and creating the spectacle. You know, I agree. Get rid of the the you know the five yellow card rule. What do you think, though? But the five yellow card rule is in place because it's the management of the the coach. So that's why you have to have a, a long roster and be able to play around with the roster. You it, need to play. Dybala needs to play tomorrow. With the defense is better for the game. It's yeah. better for everybody. Dybala needs to be on the field tomorrow, not because of uh, five yellow cards. Let give him a fine. Let him pay. Out okay. of his pocket, not oh. the club, out of his pocket. Let him pay for each yellow card, let him pay. But tomorrow, he should play the game. It's so dumb. The, the yellow yeah, card rule suspension is so dumb. Verratti's going to be broke if he has to pay for his yellow card. Verratti's going to be broke if he has to pay for his yellow card. Maybe we'll start getting them. He'll stop getting them. Uh, last maybe, question. Maybe we'll, stop, maybe we'll stop getting a, a yellow card. He gets card. one like every game. But like, uh, last question, and there's a lot, so thank you for everybody that's sending questions. Tommy asks, where do you see Roma next year at this time? Roma is a complete mess. I mean, we don't know if the, if mm. the uh, team is going to be sold, if it's not going to be sold. First of all, Palotta has to decide. Sell this team, don't sell it. Then, and, and then, I mean, he, didn't he fire Petrarchi or he Petrarchi, sent him out? I mean, oh boy, the, the team is very confused. Everybody's confused. The management is confused. The fans are confused. You know, there's no direction. So, Roma can do very well next year or can do very poor. Depends what happens. Uh, if this team gets uh, sold or not. Don't you think it's a risk even for Zaniolo, someone like Zaniolo, to be like, That's I true. don't even know where my club uh, is. Of course. What player, am I going to do staying here? Yeah, the That's players true. don't know. They're like, what the hell am I going to do? Right, I don't right. even know who owns my of club. Of course. I mean, if he doesn't sell the team, Zaniolo could be out. Mm. That's a Pellegrini could be out. That's true. Listen, you know, we talked about okay. the Rossi before to answer that question. See, De Rossi could be the, the, the vice of, of uh, Fonseca. Uh, Fonseca. That would work. Or, and I will bring, uh, bring Totti into the management again. Like it's not going to happen. Yeah, it's not I gonna, will not say, happen. hey, this is my opinion. I will bring Totti back yeah. in. De Rossi and Totti are done with Pallotta. Yeah. You need new if management. He's, if, not gonna if he's there, they're the not going to be one, yeah. one or the if other. If they sell the team, then you could have them back. Go buy the team. Well, I don't have that money yet. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Guys. As always, thank you for watching. Rate the podcast with five stars, and we'll talk to you soon. Ciao, and guys. Wait, so, don't, why don't we finish uh, the, the What's oh. the next game? What's no, the next fine, game? Fine, fine. Yeah, just all oh, okay. Oh, well, we're fine with <laughs> yeah, it, we're right? Yeah, we're good. Okay, okay. for okay. Inter, guys. <laughs>